This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. 19 minutes uh, before 9 on the Power Breakfast. So, take, uh, and I'm so pleased and excited to introduce you to uh, my next guest, uh, um, who is dedicated, he's a 29-year-old, he's dedicated his life to rescuing the great, the great African kelp forest. And it's the only forest of uh, giant bamboo seaweed on the planet, which stretches from the Cape uh, North for more than 1,000 kilometers into Namibia. Now, uh, Lois Otunga, who's affectionately known as a kelp keeper, um, has been studying marine algae for over 10 years and has dedicated his life to educating people about the importance in our ecosystem. He is one of those uh, who will be featured in the recently released uh, short uh, format documentary series, Free Range Humans, Nature is Calling, and is produced by Corona Studios as one of the six international eco-activist uh, cast members who left uh, the buzz of city life and headed the, or heeded the call to help save the planet and its diverse ecosystems. Loiso Dunga, good morning to you, Mtlegas, and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, good morning, good morning, Taviso. Uh, it's very nice to have you, uh, to be with you. Uh, let me say also good morning to your listeners. Uh, thank you for that uh, quite nice and humble uh, introduction. Oh man, listen, there's nothing humble about this. Let's not be humble about these things. This is <laughs> listen. You are playing in a very interesting space here. Where listen, I mean, there are people in Kailicha, as you will know, uh, um, hundreds of people from your neighborhood in Kailicha. I'm sure thousands who've never even been to the beach let alone get interested in now studying in environmental issues around uh, marine life and so on. Just talk to us about how this became, how you actually ended up in this space. Yo, yeah, that's very true because I am uh, the testimony. Uh, I, when I started this journey, I, I, I was surprised myself. My mm. mom said, uh, son, I am going to kill you if you if you think <laughs> of us taking and following this this journey. The ocean is no place to play in. Mm. So, yeah, for me, it's all been actually thanks to the uh, different environment Kylie Chai is. Somehow I've, I've, I've developed a thick and a tough skin. Mm. I'm not necessarily afraid of tapping into the unknown. Uh, I'm more curious. I want to find out more. And I know there is more to life um, than what I had right. and what I see in Kailicha. So these are the elements that actually I think I have Kailicha to thank for me being able to traverse and find myself in the depths of the ocean. Loiso, yes, there is, there is being brave, being Kailicha brave. I mean, it takes, <laughs> you need to be tough to, to grow up in a place like Kailicha. But that's one thing, being tough, even surviving in Kailicha. And tough, as in surviving in the o- the deep oceans. That's a different. We d- didn't you get the brief? We don't go there, Tina. <laughs> we don't do that. We don't do the ocean. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We don't do the. What what we are missing, uh, Titi, uh, there's tranquility in the ocean. There's immense peace. There is silence. There, like time stands still. 
So yeah, we are missing out. But I, I mean, I, I for you, I got the memo. I know the memo, but <laughs> I, I feel like we need to revise it because we are missing out. We right. are missing out on a lot, yo. But again, when how did it? What what was your interest at first in the ocean? I mean, did you just go there? Someone who enjoyed being on the beach and then got an interest in marine life and so forth. So when I started, uh, I was doing my master's uh, mapping kelp forest. The idea was for me to sit on a computer and um, map this forest. I have never seen them before. I didn't even know what they were. But out of curiosity, I wanted just to have a glimpse of, okay, how do they look? And what is it that I'm dedicating my life to actually mapping? Mm -hmm. And then the first day of snorkeling, I was blown away. A forest. So you started. You, forest. you started doing your masters. Um, what, mm. Your masters in uh, what was your masters in? By the way, in the biological lowest? sciences, marine biology. In marine, marine biology. Bi so yes. at that point, you had never even been snorkeling. I don't know. Wow. No, because I I have the memo. I'm actually probably the co-author of the memo. Why? Why go to the ocean? Why? Yeah. Oh, exactly. It was a different career to take. Um, uh, the other factors that led me to actually taking the career, I didn't get a job after doing my honors. Okay. So I was like, okay, let's explore. Let's see what else is there. And was and your junior was... degree also in marine studies? No, in no. hydrogeology. So okay. I was um, uh, studying the move of movement of water uh, yeah. from yeah in, in, in groundwater specifically. Okay. So you end up on a snorkeling expedition. And, and the purpose of this was to go and expose you to this kelp. Yeah. Anyways, like now I'm reading a lot, kelp, kelp, kelp. What is it, kelp? Because uh, I'm quite an, a passionate individual. So if I'm going to tell someone else about kelp, you can already see out of my face, okay, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. So I wanted to overcome that. And A, I don't know what I got myself into. Yo. <laughs> what is kelp? Yo, yo, that's an incredible question. This for me, the way I explain it, it's a tree that is living underwater. Okay. It's super tall, and they form uh, a forest. It's not necessarily a plant mm -hmm. because it is living. Mm -hmm. It has uh, features that make it like a plant. It has something that does look like a, a root, mm -hmm. a root system, but it doesn't um, draw water from the ground. It uses that to attach to rocks. So it, it has uh, something, a suction pad that it uses to attach. Mm -hmm. And then it has a stipe, something similar to what would be a tree bark. But mm -hmm. through that stipe, it actually absorbs nutrients from the, from the water around it. And it has fronds, which would be likened to leaves. And then it uses these leaves to float on top of the water and then to absorb CO2 and uh, use the sunlight to photosynthesize and grow. So okay. it is a plant or it is a forest under the ocean. All right, I think we're getting to that point, Gay, where you're going to tell me why we should care about this kelp. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yes, yes, indeed. Why should we care? Why should we not care? Can I ask you now, Titi, to take a deep breath? Mm -hmm. That's the very core reason why we should care. Because kelp forests contribute to the oxygen we breathe. Uh -huh. they, they grow incredibly fast. They assimilate uh, CO2, they remove CO2 from the atmosphere and they make... I, I normally um, I have kids that I, have, I do environmental education. I say they gobble CO2, gobble, gobble, and mm. when they are f full, they burp oxygen. <laughs> and then we need that, you know, like we need that. That's what they do for us. But mm. they also protect the coast. They shelter the coast from the harsh waves. 
otherwise by now the water would have destroyed all the estates uh, around the coast mm. they are shelter a home for a lot of marine life a lot of fish that we depend on that we eat right so they they have that indirect service to us they we, they are used in jellifying most of the food we eat we don't even know it a toothpaste in the morning it won't fall it's not liquid it's it's viscous because mm. of a gel that comes from seaweeds including kelp wow uh mm. yeah I, i'm just getting started I can the, the, <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking names. i'm thinking how do you go from uh somebody who's never even been snorkeling now to doing a master's now to getting to a point where you are now known as the kelp keeper what <laughs> what where, where does the passion then for this thing come from but uh, to be honest, I, I, I genuinely think uh, the circumstances that led me to being a marine biologist to studying kelps were bigger than me. It was not necessarily a career path. Mm. It was a call from the ocean for me to advocate for it. Because although I was scared, I still am scared of kelps. Mm. Uh, of, uh, because it's quite, it's almost dark. You don't know what's lacking uh, around mm. you. They're always brushing against your skin. And yeah, there's a number of animals that stay there. But somehow it felt so familiar to the forest I grew up in, in Mabaha back at home. Mm. So because of mm. this work now, I've been talking about it a lot. Uh, a couple of friends identified and saw me and recommended me to uh, uh, a studio in Australia that, okay, you should hear this guy's story because uh, uh, they said they believe it's an amazing story. And wow. then they contacted me, Corona has this, this is the second season Corona has. Mm-hmm. Corona is this brand of beer that is born in the ocean. And they are doing mm-hmm. incredible work in, in supporting people like me to, to spread the message about the need for us to reconnect because I said, we wrote the memo, but wait, the wait, memo wait. is... Wait, 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 before you go further, what did you say about the corona in this, the ocean? Yo, this is a brand that is born in the ocean. And ah, it's, it's a big company. Uh, but what is important is that they actually identify these strong and important stories. Right. And they give us a platform to share them. Fantastic, fantastic. How, Loy, then do we get our communities, like the average person who, like you, grew up in Kailicha, to get them even interested? I mean, as I was saying, there are many people in Kailicha who've never even been to the beach, let alone start digging around for kelp and so on. Mm. Uh, how do we get people interested and make people understand, in our communities particularly, about the importance and even the opportunities that, are, that are, exist out there? I know government mm. is going on a big drive of, you know, um, developing marine economy, the maritime yes. economy. So yes. how do we get people more interested in what's going on and get over our fear and rip up this memo? <laughs> mm. <laughs> my, my philosophy is uh, education is key, mm. but also we need to change, to tailor the education for the people we want to hear mm. or for the people we aim to reach. Right. When I was studying, I was struggling a lot with this new field I'm, I'm tapping into. But what made it more attractive to me was storytelling. So I'm learning marine biology, but when I go home to tell my family, I, I convey it as, as a story. My people are people of stories. Mm. So when we, we change, we must target an audience and then find their language, make sure that the information is accessible and also Beautiful. role models. Let's, make, let's take a kid from Kailicha. Because I know if I am a kelp keeper and I just found the ocean, imagine the six-year-old right now running around in Kailicha. That kid is going to be like the kelp protector, the kelp god, whatever, like 10 times than what I can. Who put put kelp? 
Then Kalisha, you know, as who put Kelp or UKK, UKK. How does your mom feel about this now, KK? You were saying that she said she's going to kill you if you go anywhere near the ocean. How does she feel about now Now you've gone from be not being allowed near the ocean to becoming mm. UKK? <laughs> right now, if you watch uh, The Kelp Keeper, you will see at the end of, the, of that short movie, she goes to the ocean with me. Beautiful. So it took persistence, but uh, uh, she's the person who encouraged me to be curious. So yeah. now I was almost like going against her advice and her teaching, but I was also going uh, doing exactly what she motivated me to do. Let me keep curious, ask those questions. So I told her about the ocean, and then I said, come, Mama, you must see it, and then you can tell me, okay, no, don't. And then she went twice with me. Her mind was blown away also. So she always, oh. I, I do take care for the snorkel. So I won her heart. That's, that's, that's what that I, is, I can say. That is beautiful. And it speaks to what you're saying as well about speaking to people in their language. And also, um, you know, uh, in terms of demystifying these things, it's about exposure. If, yeah, you know, if yeah. you do, the more people you expose, then the more KKs we're going to find out there from the Kailich. <laughs> from the Kailich. Yes, yes, yes. I resonate with that a lot, but because I think uh, we are having a crisis right now. Uh, we have the climate change. We need everyone to help us, but we've got it wrong because we are not putting the necessary resources. We are not putting the necessary effort in making sure that we reach these people that are the warriors. We, we aren't finding other KKs. They are there. Mm. So we need to make more means to reach out. Mm. Are you are you doing? I mean, within Kailish, are you getting a lot more people interested now? Are you finding that through your work and people being exposed to what you've been doing, that you're getting more people who ordinarily wouldn't have been interested actually taking a keen interest in what you what you're doing? So much, yeah. It's it's overwhelming and it's also it's it's humbling because uh, most people will be like, "Are you?" You you can see me now. Ah yeah yeah, I can do this thing too. Like you, yeah. It's so it's it's it's, it's overwhelming. It's honoring because that's the whole point yeah. for me. Is if someone like me can do it, come on guys, let's go. The ocean needs us to help it, but we need to be connected to it first. So how long ago did you learn to swim then? <laughs> Ask no questions here, no lies. <laughs> but you could at least I swim a bit before you went snorkeling. I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still sure. learning. I'll be honest. I am praying to this day. The ocean is 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 complicated. Uh, I, I know that I am helpless when I'm in the ocean, so I don't even worry about running away from things. I just enjoy the time being there, and I pray. Like ancestors, I did answer this call, so please take care of me. I'm here. So sure. that's, yeah, up until I become that swimmer that I aspire to be one day. Yeah, so the ancestors are there in the sea. Oh, yes. What do you mean? Yes, definitely. I thought they're, they're in the mountains. Ours, and they don't go anywhere near this. They're everywhere. You're not a scientist. You are a proper storyteller. Now, just uh, beautiful. I love the way that you captured that. Now, tell us how people can uh, see where we can see this uh, series now so we can learn more about what you're doing. Free Range Humans, Nature is Calling. Tell me where we Free can see that. Yeah. Mm. Yes, but uh, the, the series is... is on YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, my series is uh, my, my section is the Kelp Keeper, but there's five more, and they also there's other beautiful stories about connecting to the ocean. People swimming with sharks, it's it's yeah, it's captivating. 
uh, I have uh, on on Instagram. I am the Kelp Panda. If uh, ah. I also put everything in in my Instagram, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm more a scientist than a social media person, so I'm struggling there. <laughs> but yeah, you can also find me there and then follow the journey and yeah, playing in the stories. I've loved talking to you, Loy, and uh, I will definitely be watching this one. Thank you, thank you so much uh, for coming on. I won't say Amandla to you, say Amanzi. <laughs> Amanzi. <laughs> thank you so much for this. Stay well. Thank you so there much. There you go. Loy Sotu, guys, a marine biologist, goes by the moniker The Kelp Keeper. Check out that documentary series, Free Range Humans in Nature is Calling by Corona Studios. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.